What's up, everyone? This is your host, Daniel. And Javi, and you're listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We're just two brown best amigos talking about everything and anything through a Latino and indigenous perspective. In this podcast, we uplift indigenous and Latino insights on a variety of topics that highlight the intersectionality of both cultures. Expect some tears, joy, and definitely laughter. Imagine chilling with your two best friends, talking smack, and throwing a little shade. <laughs> <laughs> Sing it, sing it, you get sing it. Are we starting out with Christmas carols this this shady holiday? I think it's only appropriate, Chikex, because today we are recording an episode for the first time outside of any season. Uh yes. in between. Yeah, we thought you know we're season working hard on seasons. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, we're working hard on season six and we wanted to drop a little gift for you for the holidays. So we, you know, we're excited to be here and bring you our shadiest holiday episode ever. (laughs) (laughs) And happy Hanukkah and all the other holidays. holidays. Admittedly, I don't know them all. I I need to do some reason. Sam. Yeah. No, what's up, Chikex? How how have you been? First of all, I haven't, I haven't seen you in a minute and, uh, the people want to know what have you been up to? well you know i am doing well you know i am just well i mean i feel like i'm doing well but i'm also very annoyed at sometimes you know i think people could see that through my social media posts which is kind <laughs> of funny but um no oh. i'm you know i'm i'm living you know i'm i'm here <laughs> I'm well, just getting ready for you to just throw the tea out and uh, tell us what's been going on, Chick X. But I think, uh, in the, let me let me know if this is you in the holidays. Um, usually, with the weather change, also with like nighttime coming in sooner than later, like in the summer. I think you know seasonal affective disorder is something that definitely is a thing people don't acknowledge. And I've noticed, like you know, I'm I'm just myself. My overall self is like, yeah, I need a little bit more sun. I need a, I need a little bit more like friend time. I need to make sure that. I'm just not being a, a homebody. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's why I've been yeah. trying to get out more. I'm trying to, I just came back from a cabin trip with my family. Uh, you know, I'm trying to do all the things because people need to take care of themselves. So I, I just wanted to say as probably the nicest thing we'll say this episode, uh, take care of yourself. <laughs> like, make sure that you're checking in with your friends, doing those like... <laughs> You know, like you take care of yourself. That's that's what I want to say, Cheekex. <laughs> I'm okay, on that. Who are you gonna read, Cheekex? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cheekex. I agree. I do think that will probably be the nicest thing we do say today is take care of yourself uh, because we're gonna get into some things. We got. I am like fed up a little bit with social media right now because. <laughs> People just keep coming for me on Facebook, and I'm like, I'm not the one, the two, the three, the four, the five, like, leave me alone. Like, you poke (laughs) the bear. When you poke the bear and the bear bites, don't be mad because my bite will, you know, tear people up. But, you know, Cheekix, I just want to address some things. I want to address some things so I can get it off my chest. All right, let's address. Let's address. And move on from it. So the one, the first post I want to address is there was a 
Um, it was like a meme that was shared about Blood Quantum about how like how Blood Quantum is set up and it's set up to like erase you know native people out. So everyone else and their mom had their opinion on this post. Yeah. So I sh- I expressed mine. I commented something like, "Oh, too bad our tribe is has too much old school mentality that we could never vote on something like this because of the people who are running our tribe." Blah blah blah. And that's all I said. I said, "Don't get me started." And then somebody who responded back. It's weird because I'm like, there's all these comments, but they decide to respond to me because they know responding to me will get them more clicks, right? They know that. They know that I'm the one. So, oh, so, so Cheekex, really quick, this post, uh, this post had um was already a giant thread, right? Just to get mm-hmm. some more clarity and context. Yeah, yeah but when when. I come. Okay. The voice when the voice comments, they want to all respond. I'm like, okay, this is what this is what you want. Okay. <laughs> and the person who responded is like against blood quantum, against lowering it, against all this stuff. And I'm like, one, you don't even have kids. Two, you're like in your older age uh, older older side of your life so i doubt you're gonna have any kids so it's like oh why are you coming oh. for me on on this comment when i'm just trying to express because i was a part of this committee at one point that was trying to help our enrollment but i had to take myself off of that because it was just too much of people yeah. wanting to talk and see themselves in the camera right but moving on from that so that's right. i wanted to just that because i'm like one homeboy don't even got kids homeboy don't he's uh, you know, almost on elder status. I'm like, how are you going to comment, be so against enrollment stuff when you didn't, you're not contributing anything to the enrollment other than just your opinion, I guess. But Chickex, I was going to uh, ask you for people that are listening for the very first time, because in past episodes, we have talked a little bit about Blood Quantum. And especially when you were helping out with the committee, um, can you share a little bit about like that just for context for our listeners, brand new listeners? Yeah. Okay. So, so blood quantum is basically a requirement that tribes have set in place for enrollment. So for my tribe, we have to be a fourth uh, Nez Perce to have a fourth Nez Perce blood to be enrolled to seek some of our benefits that we do get, which is not a lot, but we do get a lot. Uh, we do get, mm-hmm. we have good hunting and fishing rights, but when it comes to like other services, you know, it's, it's, it's not that not the best but um so blood quantum basically was just set up yeah. for it was the way the government set it up for pretty much to like wipe out the tribes it's like a systemic genocide it's like because people obviously are gonna start you know having kids with non-natives or other tribes and so it just it lowers every time so i don't know it's one of those things where people get so bent out of shape over it where i'm like well one blood quantum doesn't define who you are as an indigenous person it really doesn't I, that's how i believe anyways it's shouldn't if you're a quarter yeah. or full or whatever that doesn't make you i feel like it, it doesn't that doesn't should be like the say all for someone who identifies as native but, but yeah so that's just blood quantum from a brief description yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense, Chikex. And you've talked about it in the past where the way that blood quantum is set up is that eventually no one will be enough percentage. So then mm-hmm. it would basically, right, like wipe out or erase uh, the yeah. tribe. So that, yeah, that's concerning for many reasons. Yeah. And another thing I wanted to get into, because like I said, people on social media, I don't know what it is, the time of the year, I don't know. I'm like, isn't this the time to be jolly, to be happy? <laughs> people are just like poking my buttons. And, you know, I, that's what I was like. Y'all just wait till I get on the podcast and, ex- and get this off my chest because nobody's safe. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, like, but no, like another thing that was on social media is someone was on there crying around about Lapway getting everything, Cami not getting anything. And let me just break this down for people to understand. So Lap or the Nesbitt's Reservation is made up of like mm-hmm. three like major communities with native population. The f- main one being Lapway that probably has about, I would say majority 95% tribal membership. Then there's Orfino which is um, wow. probably a small percentage. I, I'm not too sure right now, but they do have some tribal members that live there, but it's a very small percentage. And then there's Kamiai, which is a little bit more than Orfino, but still a small percentage, not a whole lot. And so me working in Kamiai for the right. last seven and a half years or so, I see why they're upset. I understand like there are a lack of resources up there. I'm not going to like deny that or anything. But my thing is, if majority of the tribal members are in one town, why would the services be equal to those other towns when there's not as many tribal members there? Like the towns are mostly white. So I don't understand why certain tribal yeah. departments would need to like put the same effort into these other towns when there's not that many tribal members. And another thing, because I've seen it before yeah. because I work in Kamyai, is when those tribal departments do have events in Kamyai, nobody shows up. Like there's like maybe five or ten people show up or oh, whatever. De- de- depending on what the event is, sometimes it's like for me how I would see because I'm big on my time. Like you got to respect my time. If I'm putting effort into hosting an event in Kamyai right. and only five people show up, then I feel like my time is wasted because I'm like, why well, you're taking time away from me and my family or me and my friends or my my life outside of work, right? And so right. there's this big right. there's this big thing about Lapway and Kamyai. Kamyai, they're always crying around. We don't got the blah blah blah. Lapway has blah 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 blah. And it's like I'm not trying to add to the division or nothing, but I'm. I'm just saying from my point as a Lapway person who works in Kamiai, I understand the frustration because I do see it. But at the same time, the people up there also don't put effort into coming out to these events or, like you know, it's just a, yeah, it's just a lot of a lot of. I feel like sometimes entitlement and just a lot like the tribe doesn't have to take care of us at this point. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's just one of those things where I'm like, right. I, I just, I feel like I'm fed up with seeing it. And I feel like I, all I post, if I post something and someone comes at me about cameo, this cameo, that they're going to get my opinion back. Cause it's, and I'm like, at this point, just leave me alone. You know? <laughs> yeah. So Cheek X, let me ask you a question. Are tribal members in Orofino and cameo able to access like those same resources if they were to come to Lapway, like if they don't have access to, you know, whatever the resources there in their yeah. community, because um, you like you just mentioned, there's not a, a higher population of other Nespers folks. Can they come down to Lapway? Can they still access those resources there? Yeah, they can. So they could either access the resources through coming down to Lapway, which I understand not everybody has transportation and stuff, but the tribe does offer bus services that drive up between Lapway and Orfino, Lapway and Kamiai. And so there are, and the bus only costs a dollar to get on so i understand that um you know i get that some people not everyone has transportation but also some of the departments do come to these communities and they're there because i see it too because i you know i i work up in camera and i see the ones that come up from lapway i see them in their office and then, then if no one's up there getting their resources or getting assistance or whatever it's like well then you can't complain if you're not you know applying out or you're applying yourself for it yeah. so it's just one of those things that and it, this has been a a, a main 
complaint for years. So it's just one of those things that I don't know. I don't see it really going away anytime soon. But at this point, I'm like, I'm just so fed up with it. And then people come up for me for that. Um, hey, I'm here. <laughs> come, come at me. I'm here. Well, I kind of want to talk about how. Um, so, you know, I've worked in higher ed my whole life. And yeah. The way that we work is we throw events for students also, you know, and we try to we try to be intentional about let's have events around different parts of the campus um, right. or cities, you know, because I currently work for a multi city campus. But mm-hmm. uh, what we look at is the data. So when you have events and when you have pockets of, you know, different populations of students, what you're really looking at is where is there a need for us to fill this resource or support? And if people aren't coming then yeah we're not going to spend time money and resources um because we just don't have the need there right that's yeah that's part of the the thing so if folks are interested and want that they need to show up they need to show that there is a lot you know a larger pocket of Mm-hmm. support needed there to be able to justify being able to bring those the staffing the you know whatever it is there to that part of the community so i yeah. get it um and it does suck because ideally you want to support everybody but it's just not feasible um and mm-hmm. and it does have to be those people showing up to show the need right and that's yeah. that's just it she gets it i think any place does that and it's not it's not just one particular community that get gets affected it really is a lot so that's what i would say to those people show up yeah if you want something yeah. you know like that's what's going to change uh or, or get more people going to to those spots yeah yeah and i think too like complaining on facebook isn't going to solve anything honestly like you got to express your concerns and your complaints mm-hmm. at places where it matters like general counsel or go and set meetings up to talk with these departments don't just cry around on facebook about it because no one's going to take you serious you know that's just, that's just how i see it anyways but i digress yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, Cheekex. I um I know that for your community, uh, social media is a big part of where you like voice concerns. And I know, like in the mm. past, you've shared you know people will go and complain about the tribe, but they're the same people that aren't actually making change, positive change for the tribe or contributing mm-hmm. back to the growth or success of the tribe. So um, people gonna I, social media is just like a weird place to go <laughs> yeah. and hear about like your frustrations. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. And they be just poking at me, and I'm like, all right. You woke me up. Here I am. Who's next on the list? Just kidding. <laughs> well, speaking of, and, and I'm just curious from an insight from an outsider, I guess there has always seemed to be, cause even in my time in hoist, I remember some of my students would always say, Oh yeah, the upriver uh, people are different than Lapway. Like there always seems to be like some division. Um, yeah. And why, why would you say like, that's the case in your opinion? Honestly, I don't even know because I have family obviously from Kamiai and who live in Kamiai and they never treat me weird or any, well, there's some that treat me weird. I'll, let me take that back. There's some up there that are weird that treat me weird, but, but for the most one, the ones that I'm really close to don't treat me weird and stuff. So I don't know. I honestly, I feel like the division comes from like, I feel like sports, you know, because there's back then there was this rivalry between Lapway and Kamiai for sports. I think it was like football or basketball. But over the years, Lapway is like incredible at basketball. Mm-hmm. So every time they play Kamiai, they just blow them out. Like they just, you know, are the, it's, and it's not like it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if the, if it comes from sports, I just feel like it's been from years 
it's been a thing. And so I'm like, for me, I don't take the rivalry serious. I don't really care about sports like that. Like for me, it's like, I just treat people how you treat me. And if you're going to be a jerk to me because I'm from Lapway, then I'm going to be a jerk back to you. It's not, you could be from Lewiston. I don't care where you're from. If you're a jerk to me, I'm a jerk right back. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to get you. <laughs> yeah, we match energies over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um, Chikex, I I wanted I wanted to ask you something while we're talking about like uh, communities and just like cultural expectations because sometimes it could be a little bit different. But I wanted to ask you about like just etiquette when running people. So part of the Latino culture, and let me know if it's the same in indigenous communities uh, or culture. Uh, you know, when you come up to somebody, uh, you know, when you run into them or you come to some kind of social gathering, like the expectation is always you have to go say hi to everybody and mm-hmm. if you don't it's considered bad manners in fact people get really in their feelings because it could it could be considered a snub right like yeah. so i wanted to ask you have you had any recent incidents and also <laughs> like what are your thoughts on that especially uh as part of like the culture well it's funny you say that because i actually have been snubbed the other week by a family member from Camia of all places. Um, for me, it's like if you go out of your way to snub me, it's like it really entertains me. It makes me laugh because I'm like, I'm I'm that much of a problem to you that you have to go out of your way. Like for me, I, I could be cordial. I could say hi to anybody. If someone says hi to me, I say hi back. But if you're gonna go out of your way to snub me while I'm sitting next right. to my other cousin, me and my cousin are sitting together at an event and they come over and they greet themselves only to my cousin, who's also a relative of them, but they don't greet me and i'm like okay weirdo like planet of the apes called they want you back on set so get out of here you know so leave me alone but yeah no this this i don't know for me i feel like i was raised with respect like even if i don't like somebody i can still say hi right like i'm just like if they say hi to me and i I say hi back it's just that's all it is is a greeting it's not like i'm like hey let's go to lunch but it's just yeah no i feel like with native communities especially with especially with older family members you are supposed to greet your elders or greet your community like hey how are you you know whatever but when people go out of their way to not greet you it's like oh you're bothered and i see it and it's funny you know (laughs) yeah i i have to be honest too just from a cultural perspective that particular thing about coming to say hi to everybody for me growing up was a little bit overwhelming because i just hated to go and have to say hi to like everybody that was already there Mm -hmm. you know like if we're having a party uh, whatever that i hated so i would throw a general hey everybody you know kind of just cover my faces (laughs) but in situations where it's only two people and you come and say hi to one but not the other that's a very obvious (laughs) snub that's a snub we gonna yeah like, calm down snub. snubby go, go and especially if it's snubby. from an older person <laughs> yeah <laughs> leave me alone snubby <laughs> snubby that's so funny <laughs> <laughs> The snubster. Oh, here comes Snubby. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. funny. Oh, here comes little Snubbito. <laughs> That's probably what my cousins called me. <laughs> Snubbito. Snubbito All Gomez. Funny, Cheek <laughs> Sorry, Cheekex. Uh, I laughed so much I started choking on my spit. I was like, "Are you okay over there?" That's the end, Cheekex. I'm all dang. Made me all emotional. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, Cheekex. I I wanted to shift gears a little bit, especially because we were talking about family and culture. Um. This past weekend, we did my annual family's uh, cabin trip to McCall. 
Mm-hmm. We do that every year. We take all our family members. You know, I was gonna say um, I had just the best time. My my uncle from Oklahoma, my only uncle on my mom's side, uh, has moved back to the area, and my mom's sister from Mexico, who just retired as a teacher, uh, thirty six mm-hmm. years on the service, Chicax. Oh wow! Uh, came up here, and now my mom has all her siblings. Yeah, yeah, and they were all able to come up, and we we took them to the cabin with us. We just had the best time. My family likes to teach a lot and you know all my siblings mm-hmm. we just had the best time chicax we went sledding we our family does something fun um we, we've made a tradition every time we do a cabin trip we will raffle out the rooms so you know it's kind of a free-for-all someone will get the master i've never gotten it and someone will get like the crappy like you know bunk bedroom or whatever that was me this year again two times oh. <laughs> it was fine it wasn't bad but um we also assign everybody to cook a meal um, so if someone will need to sign up, they get to choose what they want to cook for everybody. And then we'll also pull names out of a bowl to see who does the dishes after the meal. So it's, you know, it's, we yeah. try to make it fun. And I was going to say one of the, one of the things that I enjoyed the most out of all of it was just the fact that, you know, we're spending time with our, with our nieces and nephews. Um, Loop's birthday was this weekend. So we surprised her with a cake and she didn't expect it. And she, you know, kind of cried a little bit. Like she was just so emotional about the fact that we surprised her with like for her birthday mm. and um you know i i love all those things i love spending time with my family and i feel like if you get the opportunity to i'm saying this to the listeners try to do things with your family it's not if you plan it out um if everybody chips in these kind of trips don't have to be expensive and mm. uh they just you know mean everything their memories right mm-hmm. i always think about how at the end of the day when our time is done here like what are you going to take or what are you going to leave behind and it's going to be mm-hmm. a memory right those are the things people are yeah. going to cherish so i was going to ask you do you, do you do anything like that with your family do you guys do like family trips um and then like what is that like yeah um, i was bummed i missed out the cabin trip because i always enjoy you know getting the little invite and going to eat all the good food <laughs> but um you know it looked like a good time yeah yeah the, you... the snow looked crazy i'm not big on snow but the snow you know it looked like it was there <laughs> but i i didn't sh- i didn't say this chickax but we actually on the way back it snowed a lot and there was cars that were um had like slid into the banks off the side of the road uh Dang. so it, it was a you know it's a little scary uh <laughs> if you can't drive in the snow be careful but but uh besides that though that was like the only like kind of mm. you know annoying part i guess of the trip but yeah what about yeah. what about your family trips i know your family's done like trips to disney world in florida like mm-hmm. your family does a lot of stuff together yeah yeah we do we do a lot of family trips um over the i feel like every i feel like the last maybe the last year or so we've done a lot of local trips a lot my my parents got a new camper so they're like in love with that and they take it everywhere so i think we do a lot of like local trips or we go to joseph oh. a lot um but yeah it's it's fun i feel like family trips though could be hectic uh so for when whenever we all travel like oh, we yeah. all can like we have those moments where we're like oh my gosh i can't stand each like we can't stand each other because it's just tra- from traveling and then you just get short fused <laughs> and stuff 
but for the most part all of our family trips are always a lot of fun and they're always um i feel like they're very special now as adults because we didn't get to do it too much as kids you know so now that we're older and and everyone's pockets are looking a little bit better uh it makes you know the the vacations a little bit more i feel like <laughs> memorable and and fun but i we haven't gone on one in a minute though we the last one well my parents and betsy went to la over the summer but i didn't go but like yeah we're they're trying to plan another trip to la to go watch the dodgers soon so i like maybe i'll hop on that flight with them but we'll see oh yeah yeah i was gonna say because the realities of a trip like that is there is a lot of people and you all are sharing one you know giant cabin or whatever but um we had to take a pause on playing card games because of my three brothers especially well my two brothers and my dad especially are sore losers so anytime they like <laughs> lose a game they get frustrated and they start to get all annoyed or like rush people to hurry um and my dad was particularly annoying this last like couple <laughs> probably the second to last night my dad just got too annoying about losing he's such a sore loser um and so we had to like cancel the game we were just like okay let's just let's just take a breather uh let's put it away so i totally get that um let me let me ask you something your sister recently was in a competition for decorating i think her house right oh yes i did want to say a huge shout out my sister wanted to you know let people know to thank you for voting for her so the there's a, a department here in the tribe that they do like a christmas decoration contest like a house decoration and my sister pauline goes out for every holiday halloween mm-hmm. christmas i mean fourth of july like she just goes and the fourth of july is her birthday so she just like goes out for everything but so i shared it to the brown sound instagram and um i wanted to say Girl, shout nice. out to shout out to those that voted from the brown sound instagram because i saw a few names i was like oh yeah i recognize them from the instagram so definitely appreciate it but yeah so shout out shout out to the <laughs> shout out to the brown sounders out there uh, my sister appreciates it too and and I, I think she won like 250 bucks or something like that so pretty cool oh dang yeah thanks for the support and showing up everybody um <laughs> speaking of which and showing support i wanted to give this time to give a shout out to our good friends uh victor and kaylee mazo who just welcomed oh, the yeah. institution to their family um i'm not sure if they shared the name um or anything but i do want to say like you know we we see you she's beautiful uh and you know we're here to support you you mm-hmm. both so chicax i did say to victor that uh you and i would be sending a brown sound onesie for the baby so we gotta, oh that would we gotta be, make that, that happen. Be, yeah that would be cute <laughs> Also, too, yeah. we have to so, give uh, then, Junior and Brad a shout out. Oh yeah, yeah. So Junior and Brad uh, have also have their their little bundle of joy, the newest addition mm-hmm. to their family. Um, and the baby is uh, b- back home in in Portland now. So congratulations to Junior and Brad. Uh, we I yeah. was just at their baby shower. Listen to the Anai episode to hear more about it. <laughs> uh, but we yeah we love all of you. We're so excited um, for our future Brown Sound uh, fans and listeners. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have to have the kids come on like for full circle for junior like yeah. eventually <laughs> the brown sound babies uh, yep all these brown sound babies oh they were made <laughs> listening to the brown sound oh what <laughs> 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 oh, Lily Wert. <laughs> that would be awkward. She kicks it. <laughs> oh, oh, we're contributing to people having babies. Okay. You're <laughs> no, welcome. Um, <laughs> they're going to listen to that and be like, what the heck? You guys are crazy. Uh, 
You know what's funny, Chickex? Um, we we throw our episodes out, and yeah, sometimes we just BS and you know, like catch up and whatever. But it's so funny to me that my my friends are actually listening, and then I catch up, and or I get a text, and they're like, you know, like I can't believe you said that, or you know, whatever, yeah. whatever the message is. <laughs> recently, that happened because recently this happened to me with uh, the last our last season five season finale. So mm. Hillary messaged me, and she was like, um, we need to talk about cornucopia. Because <laughs> you and I were talking about yeah, what friends do we know that probably have a cornucopia, and we said Juan and Hillary, and uh, yeah, she had some thoughts. She could, so she wants to have a conversation with you about it. Oh, I'm all I'm here. <laughs> yeah, speaking about Thanksgiving though, Chikex, one of the things I did want to share with everybody is a funny text that you got. Well, it wasn't funny, oh. but it was funny in retrospect. <laughs> You got a you got a text you want to tell everybody about it is so funny. Yeah. Yeah, so obviously Thanksgiving is like a sensitive subject to a lot of native people, right? Obviously there's like this history there and so most natives aren't like big on Thanksgiving like happy Thanksgiving, you know, we're just kind of like, oh yeah, it's just a day off, we get to chill with family and eat, but it's not like a it's not the way like how the country perceives, you know, like you know, like you go all out or whatever. But um so on Thanksgiving I got a text. Oh, yeah. It was like, and it was like, Happy Thanksgiving, Daniel. Like, hope it's a good one. And I was like, Oh, like, oh, a Thanksgiving text to a poor Indian boy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it was, and it was, it was an interesting, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna let this one slide. It's all good. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about that. So we we're laughing cause it's funny, but to our listeners, you know, the, can you share? Cause in the episode, our last episode, you shared a little bit about how indigenous people, well, specifically you, uh, view like Thanksgiving, right? It's more of a, like, it's a time to mourn because we're remembering yeah. genocide right is because mm-hmm. the pilgrims and indigenous communities coming to get like that's a big part of the fabric of thanksgiving you know that story's pushed on everybody mm-hmm. uh specific i remember idaho history right they said the pilgrims came the they called them indians back then you know that's how <laughs> i learned it the indians welcomed them in and gave them food and that's the story you hear versus no they came in enslaved killed stole resources plundered mm-hmm. you know like bad things but so you getting a thanksgiving text is <laughs> <laughs> funny because um it was a well-intentioned text but yeah. right there was but. there were some things there that and the person who sent it to you meant really like well they meant well right yeah they were yeah really no, thinking I, about daniel yeah, as my friend i want to reach out i want to you, you know like yeah no i i <laughs> it was funny i will i'm not like say, i like it was just it was funny it was all a good good humor you know and i will say this because i know that the person who texted it like i shared with them like you know just like i need to give you more context <laughs> to the text this is like what was you know this is what daniel yeah. took it because of this and the friend like <laughs> felt super bad about it <laughs> Oh my gosh, I should have known better. I just like turkey. Oh my, Kodakopia hurts. Oh my, Kodakopia. Just all funny. I, 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 
<laughs> I feel so bad laughing about it because there's just our friend yeah, is obviously like really distraught about it. They were like, oh, man, I can't believe I did it. But yeah, we're nah, just you're laughing about it on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're good. It's all good. You're you're good. You no, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> you're good. I just I just thought you would have known better, but you're good. I just thought you would have known, but you're good. You're good. It's all good. I'm like, I'm sure I've sent you a happy Thanksgiving text before in the past you know, before I knew better. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's it's kinda like when you always send a cinco, happy Cinco de Mayo to me and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, know. no, I don't. <laughs> Feliz Cinco de Mayo. It's kinda like that. You know you mean well. Yeah. I'm all, no. uh, first of all, that's not my holiday. That's <laughs> no, I, I send the text on September 16th, Cheekex. For, for what? <laughs> oh, Indo- Mexico's Independence Day. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I'm all, but I'm not from there. Oh, what? <laughs> Why are you assuming that I celebrate Independence Day, Cheekex? <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> No, you guys, I, Daniel's really good about remembering all my people's holidays. And I'm like, I, let me Google that one. Cause I know (laughs) Daniel's all, Daniel's all happy Dia de la Chancla. And I'm all, what? When, when did that become a thing? Daniel coming through, showing me all the holidays, everybody. Um, no, I, I do want to say though, Cheek for our, I'm not trying to shame our friend who did the Thanksgiving (laughs) thing at all, but I hope that our listeners, um, especially if you're not a friend of someone who's indigenous and they can clarify and they can give you more context to like problematic things with Thanksgiving, right? That you really think about like, yeah, what that holiday signifies to this specific population, indigenous people. And, you know, what what are alternative things that people can say to you on that day, Chica? Because that would be a little bit, you know, more well-received mm. than a random, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Just send us money. Just kidding. <laughs> Venmo, send me my Venmo, my PayPal. Yeah, I'll just yeah, give me no. money and I'll feel better. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, yeah, good times. Um, sorry, Chica, because I'm wiping the tears off my eyes. That really made <laughs> me cry and laugh. Um, good times. Um, one of the things I wanted to share on this episode, Chikex, is uh, how I have my aunt visiting. I said that to you, right, um, mm-hmm. earlier on in the episode. And this is my aunt who is just the nicest person. Uh, like I mentioned before, she did 36 years of teaching students. So as soon as she turned 19, she was a teacher and just retired with 36 years in the service. And I am so proud of her. Mm-hmm. She's changed the lives of so many students in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about, because we shared this not too long ago um, in one of the past episodes my aunt has been coming uh, to the U.S. for quite some time Um, so she'll come in during the summer or whenever we have like big family events she'll come up and one particular summer and this was fresh into uh, when you were seeing a lot of people uh, you know there was those videos of people having their little racist moments you know when like particularly like older white ladies or men that would say like go back to Mexico or stop speaking Spanish Mm -hmm. we speak English here or like, you know, no, no, sir. That's the only language you speak. Uh, we speak more than language, more than just English here. 
here, but I digress. Mm-hmm. My aunt uh, and my brother and my sister-in-law had gone and gone to have breakfast. Uh, and my aunt and my sister-in-law went to the restroom and they were speaking to each other in Spanish while they were, you know, doing their bathroom business. And uh, when my aunt came out to wash her hands, she had a uh, one of those ladies, uh, you know, yell at her in English and say, like, get out of my, you know, go back to your country, speak, speak right. English, blah, 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 blah. Just, you know, spewing hate. Yeah. And she ran out of there before my sister-in-law had a chance to get out and go confront her about it. But, you know, what a coward, first of all. If you're going to have, yeah, you know, facts. the balls to yell at somebody, something so... And it doesn't... Even, and that's the thing, too. Like, if someone's speaking another language, it doesn't concern you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. don't assume we're talking shit about you. After that, for sure, we are going to be. I mean, that's what I would do. But, no, yeah. that was just so, like, that sucks. And I hate that for my aunt because she's, like, the kindest person. Uh, mm-hmm. She's, you know, she's so respectful. She loves everybody. And for her to get have that experience here in the U.S. and take it back with her like it hurts it hurts um yeah. specifically because it's my aunt and i love her but it just hurts that that's an experience and memory now that she has uh here in the u.s because people just have hate uh hate in their heart yeah. and so uh whoever that lady is because she was older i hope you know karma sucks i'm not wishing anything bad on you but you know if karma hits you mm. where the good lord split you like that it is what it is because right up your ass heart. so <laughs> i i just gotta say we need to uh yeah i and here's the thing too like if you're somebody who ever witnesses uh something like that happen please step in please step in Mm -hmm. um you know people are just trying to live their lives they're just trying to you know live and have better opportunities and if hate is something that you see and someone attacking somebody in that way please step in um either if you have it you know as a body as someone who can you know speak the language and and give it right back i'm not saying like hurt anybody but i'm just saying step in and don't let people get away with that because that type of behavior just is the worst that's sucks and thinking about too like that lady like i kind of feel sad for her i'm like what in your life has happened that you know hate drives your emotions your actions what in your life has caused you to be such a miserable become a miserable person that you would do that to somebody you don't know a complete stranger um all those things i i still think about and i'm like i I don't know who this lady is but she must not have good people in her life um because if that's the type of behavior she's learned and experiences that says way more about her than anybody and then anything else you know what i mean yeah it's it's whatever chica I, I had to say that again i had to remind people that 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 happened to my aunt because those are realities of of our culture right mm-hmm. i i wonder let me ask you a question do you know anybody that's ever well i mean historically uh your community, if they spoke Nez Perce, they were um, they were reprimanded for it, right? Especially at the boarding schools or when the U.S. was trying to make mm-hmm. indigenous communities assimilate and forget like their culture. That was a big part of it too, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, my grandpa was one of them. You know, he he was couldn't speak the language in school. Um, a lot of them just spoke it at home in the privacy of their own homes. But yeah, that's like, yeah, that's pretty much like most most elders went through that with with the schools and with I think just um, the churches and stuff like that. So it's just one of those things that it's, it's well, unfortunate, and- but you know it's a reality yeah and that's the thing too about this lady like we speak english here no indigenous languages were spoken before english here lady and you can't speak those so shut the hell up (laughs) sorry i'm still bitter about it obviously i'm still carrying all that with me but man 
these people Sometime. be testing me, Chica. Because one day I mm-hmm. wish someone would, you know? Like, oh, I, just... I wish too. I said already. Mm-hmm. Well, and I've had this discussion with some of my friends because the reality is, you know, when this was happening a lot in social media, and first of all, I'm going to say this, this has not been happening a lot just on social media. This type of stuff has been happening for a long time. It's just not been documented um, and easily accessible to the general public when these situations happen. I know that when my dad, um, when he was younger, he was working, um, he was working as a firefighter. And one of these particular times they were in Northern Idaho in, I think Sandpoint, I think is where he sat. And Ooh. he and all his friends, uh, which were his brothers and some people that he knew went to a local bar to grab a beer, right. During some of their downtime. And he said that the people there called them effing Mexicans and to go back to where you came from. And he said, we were just talking, laughing, having beers. And then we were like immediately attacked by the guys at the bar and they left. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know. All those things are, are just problematic. I, I just need people to know that these things are happening. And, you know, we need your help to start to may, let people know it's not OK. You know, so yeah. my my friends and I have all talked about incidents like that that have happened to our parents and like bracing ourselves for if it ever happens uh, to us or people that we love and what we would do, because mm-hmm. that's the reality of, of uh, you know, like just what we yeah. endure, what we live through. And so that sucks. But anyways, yeah, Chikex, what um, I digress. We can let's switch switch topics here to something <laughs> livelier. Um, Chikex, I know that you are a big uh, Nicki Minaj fan, and she just released her new album. What's up? Am I a Nicki fan? I pull up into Sri Lanka. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nicki Minaj dropped the anticipated album, Pink Friday 2, which is a good body of work. No skips. Every song is good. Um, yeah, that's all I've been listening to really since it dropped last Friday. And it's a, it's a good album. And actually, come to find out, uh, spoiler alert, my sister and I just got tickets to her, her concert on her world, her world tour. So I'll be getting to see Ooh. one of my favorite artists. Uh, I haven't. I've never I've never seen her in concert before, so I'm definitely excited. I've been a Nikki fan since you know middle school. Um, I, I'm excited to you know I'm a Barb. Yeah. <laughs> so I I like Nicki Minaj music too. I wouldn't say I'm you know that I'm not a fan as to the level that you are. I'm definitely a fan. I can appreciate her music. What about her speaks to you though? Like I'm sure our guests are wondering, like or our listeners are are wondering, like what what about her draws you to her besides that she's beautiful and you know she's mm-hmm. Nikki. But what what are some things that like stand out to you for why for being a barb, I guess? <laughs> Um, I think for me, Nikki just got them bars. Like I grew up in the time when her Drake and Wayne were like really popular in, in like hip hop mainstream culture. So I feel like I kind of grew up when they were starting up and seeing them like, you know, 10 plus years later, still dominating the charts and still being here and still being relevant. Um, I think what gets me is too, is like Nikki, her bars one are like unmatched. There's no female rapper that can rap like Nikki Two, I feel like she raps about about real life things uh sometimes it could be relatable if it's like relationship stuff or whatever i feel like she raps about real life stuff and not just about like shaking butt and in the club and popping bottles like she does have those records too but i feel like most of her raps are just very i feel like you have to be smart to understand a Nicki minaj bar or a punchline because she's she's very big on like double entendres and 
and she's big on her wordplay. So, um, I to me, it's just always been very fascinating and entertaining because I love yeah. I love how her mind is. It's like, dang, how do you think of that? Because it, then it's like it clicks. And but yeah, I'm a you can you know yeah. I don't know I just I'm a Nikki fan. <laughs> yeah. I get it, Chicax. I get it. I uh, for the same reasons I like uh, the Killers and Keen. No, just kidding. They're not rappers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's like the beauty of uh, music, you know? Yeah. True. Very true. So, what would you do if you got to meet her? Are you one of those like, would you cry and fangirl and go crazy? No, I'd probably just be like, oh shit. I'd probably, I'd probably start rapping a verse like, pull up in that monster automobile gangster with a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. No, I don't know. I would, I would probably just, I'm, I'm chill on. I'd probably just be like, oh my god, can I get a picture? You know, I don't know. I don't think I would cry though. Like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Dios. Oh my Dios, it's Nicki Minaj. I think about what I would do. Yeah. Nikki, so yo, Daniel. I was gonna say I uh <laughs> just so funny. I uh I've been thinking about like what I would do. Like, okay, so you know, a couple years ago, uh, Hillary Juan and I, with a couple of their friends, went to go see the Killers live in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. right? It's their hometown. Killers have been my favorite band since, like, high school. Like, you know, I there was... Mm-hmm. But we were joking about, like, oh, shit, watch out for Javi, because he's going to, like, throw his undies <laughs> at, the, <laughs> at the singers. Or, like, you know, we were... Yeah. I would never do that, first of all. Uh, but, you know, the level of, like, fandom that they placed me on was, like, I, you know, was going to run up there and hug yeah. them and then get escorted off the stage or something and i'm like no i'm not if i had the opportunity yeah. i would ask for a picture for sure but you know i wouldn't do some crazy yeah like, yeah i'd be like nikki nikki yeah. is this a thanks like, i get for putting you bitches but, on is that my fault that all you bitches gone I'm just kidding. <laughs> i would i would definitely be spitting a verse uh, dang chicax yeah slide into her dms and just be like hey nikki so yo, you can i come on stage <laughs> can i dance well and that's the thing too yeah, can I show you my dance moves? Uh, that's the thing, though. If you don't shoot your shot, like you, you know, if you don't even try, it will never actually happen. So I, I you know, kudos to you, chicks. Yeah. You, you meet Nikki. <laughs> All right, put that out. Well, there. Um, that is there the anything else we want to say for this episode? I bought. Yeah, we got to put it no. out, chicks. Um, anything else we want to say before we wrap up the episode? Uh, no, I think that I think we touched a lot of. I think we touched everything today. You know, got it off my chest. Now I moved on. Not worried yeah, about it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Boom, we're moving. We move forward. Yeah, and you know, we this episode is special because again, it's the first one we've ever done outside a season. But also, we love connecting with y'all. We love sharing. You know, messages we share and uh, getting your feedback. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're also working hard on season six. And so we're not yeah. going to let it out till it's, you know, close to perfect. And I think that'll definitely be after the, the year, uh, after 2023. Uh, but mm-hmm. we're, we're excited for, for season six and the big bang it'll be. Um, so, Cheek we have our Shades of Brown Shady questions. Like, do you want to kick us off? <laughs> okay. Let's get into some shady questions. I know y'all have been missing these so the first question goes or how the shady question round goes is we ask three shady questions and you can only get out of not answering one so we ask three you can plead the fifth on one question so the questions are what are reasons a friend would not get invited to a friend's vacation or trip two out of all your friends who is santa's favorite ho 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 <laughs> And three, out of all your friends, 
Who has the freakiest kink? <laughs> oh, oh, we airing out oh. our <laughs> we airing out our friend stuff. This uh, nah, just kidding. So, uh, what are what are reasons a friend would not get invited to a friend's vacation or trip? Uh you know, Chicax, I feel like there's a couple things I would I would consider. Um, I love all my friends, and I think for the most part, there none of them I have concerns about traveling with. But uh, in trips I've had in the past, uh, I think if couples fight, they ruin the trip for everybody else. Oh, so yeah, for sure. I would say not necessarily that being in a not necessarily being in a couple would be a reason you wouldn't be invited. Just um, if you're in a newerish couple, or if you're in an an unstable you have like history of fighting <laughs> couple uh mm. they wouldn't come i would i would prefer not to travel with them because that it just changes the, i've been in an awkward dinner uh with like in a group trip with friend with you know a couple fighting and it just everybody was kind of just like on eggshells like we couldn't we yeah. didn't know what to talk about we just trying to like drink you know it, it was really uncomfortable <laughs> mm-hmm. i hate that i don't want that mm-hmm. you know but at the same time that would be like a friend who fights too you know like a messy friend who um I, but see i wouldn't be friends with people like that so they would never get invited to a trip uh yeah something like that or a friend who doesn't know how to uh hold their liquor like if we're going Ooh. on a trip i'm not taking care of you you know what i mean like that would yeah. be another like mm-hmm. a and then a cheap friend too chicax a cheap friend oh, like one that you when it's their turn to buy the uber and they don't <laughs> i don't you know what i mean or like mm-hmm. if everybody buys a round of beers and it's their turn but they they're not thirsty anymore when it's their turn like those you know like that those kind of things would not get would definitely immediately have you excluded from a friend trip in my opinion mm-hmm. um out of all your friends who is santa's favorite ho 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 <laughs> <laughs> i was all well Chicks, is it bad if I say you? Shots fired. I no 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 no. I I definitely have more ho 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 friends uh, than you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I won't say his last name, but I'll just say Jesus. Jesus mm. is Santa's favorite ho ho ho, and he knows mm. why. Um, out of all your friends, who has the freakiest king? Uh, oh, she kicks like like most friends. I don't really find out about friends' freaky kinks unless we play like I've never, <laughs> like in a drinking game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to say that I want to say that my friends are pretty bland. Like, I don't, you know, it's not oh. obvious to me that a friend, like one of my friends would have a freaky kink. So, <laughs> so I, I don't have an answer for that. If I had to guess somebody, I, no, I, no, I don't, <laughs> no, I don't have one for that. That's, I'm oh. not skipping it. I just, I don't have an answer for that, kicks. What, what about you? Okay, so the reason for a friend to not get invited on a friend's vacation, I'd have to agree with you. If you're in a couple and you're fighting, you know, I'm like, siéntate, we're not, do- we're not dealing with that. Um, I would say also someone who can't handle their liquor, someone you have to kind of watch or take care of. I'm not a fan of that either. Um, and of course, if you're a cheap or a frugal friend, I wouldn't, I'd be like, come on, man. So I would say that, um, out of all my friends who is Santa's favorite, ho, 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 I would have to say, hmm, (laughs) I feel like I would have to say Santa's favorite little, ho, ho, ho. Oh, little, little. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm going to have to go with probably, oh my gosh, um, 
I might I might just have to agree with you and say you. You know, I feel like you are Santa's little favorite. What? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you know you've done some things. Uh... <laughs> I, I, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I, so first of all, I will say this. When I answered this question, I also came at it from a, like, not a slut shaming way. You know what I mean? Like, I, mm-hmm. like, we're sex positive here. Like, do yours, get yours, be safe, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was just a fun little play on words, but I I wouldn't say that I'm more than, like, your other friend. Like, some of the things you told me about some of your other friends, I'm like, dang, they're, they, Mm, you know yeah. then i am judging i'm like dang they nasty you know what i mean like they <laughs> yeah uh, um, so okay that's I'll, a tough, that's a, that's guys, a tough one also, that's a tough like, one I, yeah, that's honestly a tough it. one that really is a tough one because i'm like actually you're right um <laughs> out of all of my friends who has the freakiest kink um like like you said i don't really talk about much about my friends and our sex lives with each other unless we're playing like a dream drinking game or the never have I ever or whatever. Um, but based off of that, <laughs> I can say some names. No, I'm just kidding. I might, you know what? Honestly, I might have to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I might have to, you know, what? I might have to say, <laughs> you know, actually this one, I might actually have to plead the fifth. I don't think I can say their name. I might be putting their business out too. I'm all for being funny, shady, but I might, uh, let's just say that they're, they're happily, <laughs> married couple so that's that's it okay fair enough chickex that's that's a commendable <laughs> way to do, to do it you know like you don't yeah. need to tell everybody but we know we know just kidding yeah um, we know so no chickex i <laughs> chickex i was gonna say um for season six what are some conversations that you look forward to having because i know we've we've shared a little bit about like different people we want to highlight and uh you know different perspectives that are new that we haven't done before and like the type of people we'd like to have on the show what are some other conversations you are looking forward to having honestly i'm excited to really jump in and highlight some some cool like people who are doing big things in their community you know i feel like i feel like season six is gonna be more i feel like we're gonna be more like hands-on like i feel like there's gonna be more with with all the opportunities that are already like arising i would feel like we're gonna be having a lot of surprises a lot of you know little gifts and and little things for people so i'm really excited to tap into that i'm excited to you know potentially do more just community outreach type of things and so um yeah. and not just not just with you oh, know my sure. own community but with other communities so i'm i'm just excited overall in general you know yeah absolutely um one of the things that i want to talk about or focus more is like the idea of um achieving or like success because mm-hmm. one of the things we haven't really yeah we've covered it before but success looks different and we all take different paths in our lives lives and end up where we're at and you know the journey the destination is is definitely something i want to talk about more um we were even talking about like you know like people that we like or we enjoy that are making a difference um and i just want to highlight like all the different types of successes i guess that we that we have that our communities um have been doing so i don't want to give any teasers for who is coming and who we have like Mm. in Mm. mind but it's going to be really good 
good for sure. Yeah, Any last thoughts, Cheekex, before we close or wrap up the episode? Yeah, first, um, I just want to say thank you all again to all of our Brown Sounders out there. I know I get messages all the time from people saying like, when are you guys going to drop season six? Like people are waiting. I just want to say thank you for all the support. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Um, you know, the next episode probably won't be till 2024, which I'm excited for. Hope y'all have a very happy and safe holidays season coming up. You know, we got Christmas and New Year's and all these other holidays. So I wish you all and your family, you know, good health, positive vibes. Also to keep in mind that this this time of year could also be pretty heavy on people. So try to be nicer, spread love, spread joy. Yep. Uh, a lot of times families are going through the first holiday without loved ones and things like that. So just keep that in mind to not always be a jerk. Um, other than that, you know, hit us up on Instagram at the Brown Sound Podcast and uh, happy holidays to you all. Yo, hello. Yo, hello. Nos vemos pronto. Thank you for the support and we will see you all in the new year. Adios. And muchas gracias for listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We had a blast with you all today and make sure to tune in next time. To follow us more closely, check us out on Instagram at the Brown Sound Podcast for partnership opportunities or just want to get a hold of us, you can shoot us a DM on Instagram. Disclaimer, the thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and hosts only.